This episode of the Small Church Media Podcast is sponsored by Tithely. Tithely lets you set up an online giving platform that is easy for your church members to use and easy for you to manage on the back end. To set up your Tithely account is completely free. And with the ability to have your church members cover their own online giving fees, you can be sure that you do not lose donations every single transaction. To learn more about how Tithely can serve your church, head over to smallchurch.media forward slash Tithely. Well, today's episode, we're continuing the conversation all around the Christmas season, talking specifically about Advent and how you can combine Advent with media to prepare your church for Christmas. You guys ready to talk about it? Let's get it. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Well, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's conversation where we pulled one out of the archives to give you the complete checklist of what you need to have in place media-wise for the Christmas season, where we talked about your graphics, landing pages, invite cards, all that kind of fun stuff, just to help your church members, A, be prepared to go out and invite people, but also B, when people come to your social media or your website or wherever you send them to, you are actually prepared to meet them where they are, to tell them all about the Christmas season, and then invite them into your church for the Christmas season. And then there's a lot more conversation from last year's whole entire Christmas series, and that was just one of the conversations. So I would encourage you, if you're new to the podcast, or again, if you've been with the podcast for a little bit, and you just need a little refresher, where we talk about different Facebook ads, the type of media you can create, how do you set up your systems to be able to properly follow up with those people, I encourage you to go back into the archive a little bit to last, I think it was November, October, November is when we started that series, but go back and just check out those different series and make sure that you are ready for the Christmas season. And to help you be ready for the Christmas season, head over to the Small Church Media free resource library to download either one or both of the Christmas graphics. So all you need to do is go to smallchurch.media, hit the free resource, li- the free resource library tab, and you'll be taken there. And you'll notice that it's not the most recent thing that's in the store. I actually added a new resource in there just the other day that we're going to talk about here in just a minute. But I want to make sure you have a great Christmas series graphics package ready to go for your church. You can use this for your uh, PowerPoint presentations to lead up to Christmas or for Christmas Day. You can use it for your social media posts to invite people for Christmas, whatever you want to do with it. I just want to help you put your best foot forward online using media. So there's a trendy graphic and then there's also like a classical graphic. And I do just want to say this, if there's a graphic in there or if you're really struggling to edit it and you're like, Mark, I would love for it to say this, but it ain't working for me. Please don't hesitate to reach out hello at smallchurch.media and I'll be sure to hook you up with that. The response time might be a little slow, but I'll make sure that we are ready to go for you guys with that. But if you are in the free resource library, you will notice that there is a new resource in there. And it's a five-day Advent devotional or readings and then four different graphics. Well, it's actually five different graphics because there's an intro there, but you don't really necessarily need the intro. But basically to help you use social media well during this Advent season, there are five different readings that in fact, four of those are ones that our senior pastor back at Southside Baptist Church Church I've been on staff at has used for many, many, many 
many, many years. And then I added the fifth one for Christmas. You can attach those to the social media post so that way you are able to, starting November 27th, lean into the Advent season to help your church people actually prepare for the Advent season. But before you just you know download them and slap them on social media, I want to talk today about how you can combine Advent, the Advent season, with media to prepare your church for Christmas. Now, you can use those for social media posts, or today, I'm going to actually give you three different different ways how to use those resources to maybe up your media usage, impact your church a little bit more, and maybe even start creating some new content ideas for your church. But before we jump into that conversation, I first want to back up a little bit and kind of talk about the history of Advent, because maybe you're like me and how I grew up. I grew up like, okay, guys, I grew up like super, super Baptist, like so Baptist that if anything was touched by like the Roman Catholic Church in any way, shape, or form, you better believe we ran from it as far as humanly possible. Like absolutely no question. So the Advent season for us was a very Roman Catholic thing or Eastern Orthodox thing. So we we're like, oh, no, we don't want to be like them. So we just not even going to touch it at all. Not saying that's the right mindset. That's just how I was raised. But ever since I actually joined the church that I was on staff at over there for the last eight years, Southside Baptist, we actually do Advent as a church. And part of this was more of just a way for us to bring in the Christmas season. So it's not just like church, 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 bam, Christmas Eve, Easter service. But it's more of us to be able to look forward to when Jesus was going to come and then that he's going to come again. And in fact, that's where Advent actually comes from. The idea in the word Advent is actually Latin for Adventus, which simply means coming. And in the Christian church calendar, it's the period of preparation for the celebration of the birth of Jesus, but it is also for the second coming of Jesus. The Catholics, they celebrate it in a certain way with, with their, um, they, they start it as close to November 30th as they can for St. Andrew's Day. And a lot of the Eastern churches, they actually celebrate it as part of their, um, I'm going to pull it up, it's the Nativity Fast, which is a similar period of penance and preparation that occurs 40 days before Christmas. But either way, a lot of church calendars, based on what tradition you come out of, this is the start of the liturgical calendar. It's to look forward to when the Messiah, Jesus, actually came to earth, and it's a visual reminder of what Jesus actually came to do. So as you read through those five readings, you'll see that they might not line up perfectly with the tradition that you came out of, or the I would say the popular tradition, but at the same time, it talks about the different parts of the Christmas story to keep our eyes and mind focused on the fact that Jesus did come and that he will come again. So this year's Advent season actually starts on November 27th, 2020, and actually ends December 24th, because Christmas is when, you know, Jesus actually shows up. However, I think, you know, I, I I feel like we shortchange ourselves a little bit with not adding like that white Jesus candle like what we did for church to have five different Advent days. However, when you start on November 27th and end on December 24th, that's the four traditional Advent weeks. And then when you add that fifth one with Christmas Day, it kind of is the celebration that Jesus is actually here. This is the day that Moses looked forward to, that the prophets declared, that Isaiah talked about, that all of the Jewish people were looking forward to, and the day is finally here. So this is 
the Advent season as a way for us to prepare our hearts for the Christmas season, but then also to remember in the same way that the, the prophets of old and the, and the Israel patriarchs were looking forward to when Jesus was going to come, we also now look forward to when Jesus will come again as come again here at the end. So in today's conversation, we're going to talk about how you can combine media with the Advent season and maybe do something a little bit different for your church. So today, we're going to talk about three different ways, three different media ideas that you can do for your church for this Advent season. And the first thing that we're going to talk about today is you can actually create videos each week for the Advent season and then post those videos online, specifically using the scripts that are provided to you. In fact, the scripts that you're going to find and that you actually will just read through, these are the exact scripts that we gave our church families every single Sunday when they came up and actually read the Advent readings. So you can be sure that these scripts will work well for you on video. But I want to challenge you not just to do them in service, but also create videos to do it so that way you could put it on social media, put it on YouTube, and maybe reach new people with these Advent readings. Um, so if you just heard a little echo in your podcast ears, that was my daughter yelling at my other daughter upstairs. So... <laughs> But let's keep talking about this. So with creating different videos for each week of the Advent season, the really cool thing with this is you can do all of this in one shot. You can literally do all five different readings, you know, the four, the four Sundays of Advent and then the fifth one for Christmas Sunday, record all of these in one shot, then go back into post-edit, whether you use, um, uh, I think it's Wondershare, Wondershare Film More 10. That's what I like to use because it's really cheap or iMovie for the Mac, or you could just use, Honestly, you could use iMovie for your phone now as well and just chop these little different bits and pieces up into the five different series, cut out the bad parts, do the good, upload the new one, make sure you introduce yourself every time you do an Advent reading. But this is a great way just to create social media or YouTube content for your church family. Now, you can do this in a very budget-conscious way because a lot of times when we talk about how to make videos for your church, you know, a lot of people are like, you know what, Mark, I don't have $1,000 for a DSLR camera. I don't have 300 $400 for lights. And then I for sure don't have, you know, another five, $600 for audio. So how can I do this cheaply and effectively? And so how you could do this in a budget conscious mindset is just simply using the phone that is already in your pocket. Now, a lot of times, if you've had a phone that has been, you know, released in the last three years, I can guarantee the camera quality on your phone is way better than a point-and-shoot camera. So if you already have your phone, all you need to do is purchase a very simple ring light off Amazon. I would encourage you to get one where you can change the color temperature a little bit and be able to adjust the brighting. But basically, you just need to have a ring light stand that your phone can clip into, and then I'll put a link in the show notes, not an Amazon affiliate link or anything like that, so don't worry about it. But then purchase a lavalier microphone that you can clip onto your lapel or your shirt that then goes directly into your phone, and then find a place in your church where it does not echo a whole lot, and then shut the lights off behind you or around you. So the easiest spot is probably, honestly, in the middle aisle of your church. You can either turn all the lights on or shut the lights off so it's just that ring light shining on your face. But the really coolest part about that is now you're also introducing visitors who land on your Facebook page or your YouTube channel or your website of what the church building actually looks like. So if you have the ring light, if you have your phone and you have this lavalier microphone plugged into your phone, you can be sure that your video quality is going to look good and your audio quality will be amazing as well. Because if your video quality looks great, but your audio sucks, I can guarantee people will not watch and, and vice versa too. If your 
actual quality of your video is not that great, but your audio is actually pretty decent. People may not credit you at all. They might discredit and walk away as well. But the other thing you need to be worried about is how well you're actually redoing, not rehearsing, I was going to say rehearsing, <laughs> how well you actually present yourself on camera as well. So for each of those five readings, I would challenge you and encourage you to maybe if you're going to read them, at least tell people, hey, welcome. Hey, this is the first week of Advent, second week of Advent. We're going to do a reading to help us get our mindset around this topic and then just read the script and just tell people you're going to read the script or just memorize the script. But you got to make sure you're dynamic, you're natural, you don't have a lot of ums or spaces in your tones or your inflections or in your talking, that you're close enough to the camera that you're not super far away. But you want to create a good product while you're actually doing it and it may feel awkward for you to do this as well. So maybe you need to bring someone alongside with you to handle the recording side so that way you can just focus on the video quality. But if you don't feel like you do well on camera. I did this many times over the years. You can invite someone to do it from your church who actually is a natural there on camera. So once you get these five different scripts and you record yourself doing them, you got some good lights, you got some good audio, you actually did a good job presenting it, you chopped it all down, you're ready to publish it. Now the question is, is what do you do with these videos? I would say, you know, first and foremost, Cue them up for your social medias, your Instagram and your Facebooks and stuff like that. But I also think it's a great idea to put them on your YouTube channels and then embed those videos on your Christmas landing page. So that way, as people are starting to visit your page for Christmas, they can also engage with the Advent videos that are there on the page as well. And you can introduce Advent and what Advent's all about. And the fact that your Christmas service, which is actually, um, I think, yeah, Sunday. So actually, I guess Advent, the 24th, would be the final one. So that's Saturday. But so that way, when you're inviting people to the Sunday service for Christmas, you can tell them what that service is all about and then show the videos to guide them into what Sunday is all about. So once you've created those videos, you uploaded them, you posted them on your social media channels, and then you put them on your Christmas page website, hopefully then you can use the Advent videos to encourage your people, but also use them to reach new people who are visiting that Christmas landing page as well. So here's another thing that you can do, though, with these different Advent readings and use media. You can create an email automated sequence to send out these Advent readings every single week directly to your people. You could use this for your church people, but you could also use this as a way to gather email addresses, which goes back to a few episodes ago of creating those different funnels for your church people. So here's kind of how this works. And I actually use these exact scripts for another podcast that I do, Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we are encouraging our people by using these exact same scripts. And I have them triggered to go out at certain different days. So that way, every single time that it's time to send out the email, people actually get the email in in their inbox, but you could use each one of these scripts and then put it into an email and have an automated sequence that just sends it out on the day that it needs to, to your actual church people. Now, based on what church management software that you actually use, you may or you may not be able to set these up to automatically, sequentially actually send out. So I know a lot of people who use Planning Center or um, Church Community Builder, they'll use an integration that lets them use MailChimp to do automated email sequences. 
However, I know that there's a lot of other church management softwares that let you actually set up emails to go out at very specific times. So I want to challenge you and encourage you to, A, first figure out if you are able to do that for your church family, and then if you are not able to do it for your church family, I would encourage you to figure out a process by which you want to send those out automatically, or you can just have your church secretary send them out every morning, Monday morning, if you want to do that as well. But I do want to challenge you to use this as a way to gather potential visitors' email addresses. So if your church email software does not have automated sequencing, it might worth looking into, which we talked about a few weeks ago, again, setting up a free MailerLite, MailerLite.com account, where you can create a new group inside of there and then set up an automated campaign sequence so that way at every single date on a very specific and certain time, emails go out as campaigns to, those, to every single person that subscribes to this group. So that way it's already set up automatically. It's set up sequentially. And every single time someone comes to your website and you're just like, hey, do you want to receive five Advent devotionals in your inbox every single week? Put in your name and your email address and we'll make sure we get those out to you automatically. That gives you a follow-up to then be able to come alongside these people and see why they signed up for your Advent devotionals. Maybe they're not part of a local church here locally. Maybe they're trying to figure out just what is going on with the Christmas season. Is there more to life than just what we're living for right now? Is Jesus actually who we said he was? And you can use these actual scripts as automated email sequences to hopefully send these out to people's email addresses who don't know Jesus at all. To A, introduce them to Jesus. B, tell them who Jesus is and what Jesus is all about. And then third, hopefully be able to foster conversations with them later to lead them to the feet of Jesus. That takes a lot more time and effort to set up, to set up automated sequences, but it is something that I know for sure you are able to do. So I'll include some links in the show notes about how to use MailerLite to set all these different things up. Now, I'm going to warn you, it's going to take you a few hours to set all this up. I did it for the podcast, the other podcast, the other week, but I know it is perfectly doable, so I'll make sure I include some links in the show notes to show you how to actually do it. So, so far in this episode about how we can combine Advent and media to prepare our church for the Christmas season, we talked about how we could use those five scripts that are featured over there in the free resource library to create videos for each week of the Advent season, and also how to create an automated sequence to email out to both your church members and visitors, just, you know, Advent devotionals are reading for them to reflect on the Christmas season. But the last thing we're going to talk about has nothing to do with digital media, but has everything to do with a unique print media. And in fact, you can use these readable scripts for take-home Advent kits for your church family. I'm going to tell you about my, my wife's church that she was at when she was living down in Knoxville, Tennessee. In fact, we still have this kit. And we use it with our church, with our, our personal family as well. So a couple years ago, when it was, you know, COVID season, what Beth's church did is they actually created take-home Advent kits for every single church family in their church. Inside of that kit, it actually included a wreath, five different little tea-like, I think they're called tea-like candle, teacup candles, and then different scripts for their church members to actually read and coloring sheets that went along with every single week of the Advent season and then family prompts to actually be able to have conversations so that way the church families could do Advent at home. So that way now you're also equipping parents to be the actual disciple makers of, of, of their children. 
And you can use these scripts to do just that. All you need to do is literally, I mean, you could order kits online for your entire church family, or you could just buy a whole bunch of candles, buy some wreaths from the dollar store, and just say, hey, kind of make your own little Advent area in your house doing this. Now, I, I will tell you this, the better quality stuff you give people, the more likely they are to actually use it. But if you actually provide people with different tools to lead their family in family discipleship, people will actually do it. So if you get the wreaths, get the candles, and then print out each one of these Advent devotional readings for people to read at home and includes the Bible verses as well, and then just go online, Google, Pinterest, some different coloring sheets for the Advent season so that way the kids can color and hand it out to your church family. You can right then and there help grow the faith of your own congregation, equip parents to be the disciple makers of their own kids, and let them be able to participate in the Advent season at home with their own families. Again, you can use these readings that I created for you guys and that my actually my pastor used, and then I um, was given permission to use them. There, I was, I was like, I didn't steal them, I didn't borrow them. I actually am able to actually use these things, and you can actually just print them off and hand them to your church family, so that way they can now use printed materials to lead their family and family discipleship for the Advent season. So again, go to the free resource library, download those graphics, download those five different scripts for the Advent reading, so that way you can create videos to have more content on your social media channels. YouTube, Vimeo, wherever you want, and also include those on your Christmas landing page. Create email automated sequences to send out those Advent readings every single week, both directly to your people and whoever signs up for your email list. And then you can also use these as readable scripts for take-home Advent kits for your church family. Well, guys, that's it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. And if you have any questions at all that you would love for me to talk about here on the show, I would love to hear from you. So send me an email at hello at smallchurch.media. Again, that's hello at smallchurch.media with your question, and I would love to answer it on the show. As the year progresses and we go into 2023, I'm working on bringing back some guests that we've already had on the podcast, as well as some new guests just to continue having conversations around church media specifically for you guys as small churches. Because let's be honest, I really believe in the local church and the fact that the local church is positioned in such a way to impact families and their communities like never before. So let's continue the conversation. Let's prepare our churches right now for the Christmas season. And as we're doing that, I'll prepare to come alongside you to help you grow the faith of your own congregation as well as reach outside your four walls. Share this episode with another small church pastor friend or small church communicator friend, or it would just mean the world to me if you leave a rating and review anywhere you listen to this podcast. But again, I hope you had a great time hanging out with me for another episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. Come back, same time, same place next week, and we'll continue the conversation here on the Small Church Media Podcast. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.